Well, hey there, friend. This is Sierra, your host for today's podcast episode and the founder of the Boutique Workshop. As a coach, it's my goal to help you as a boutique owner take complicated tasks and break them down into bite-sized, actionable steps that you can take and implement in your business today. And sometimes part of breaking down a complicated task is hearing how others do that very thing. And that's why I'm really excited to have you join me today for a special conversation that I have with a guest here on the podcast. So grab a notebook and a pen, your favorite cup of coffee, sit back and relax and enjoy this conversation with our special guest. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra, and I love interview days. I love it when I have a chance to just visit with some of our amazing entrepreneurs, small business owners here over in the Boutique Workshop or the Accelerator Mastermind, and that is what we have today. We're going to be talking to Nicole, um, who has a lot of things going, so if you're one of the boutique owners that listens to the Boutique Workshop podcast and you have a salon and a boutique and other businesses on the side, or you, you know, you have a lot of other side hustles or multiple businesses, you're going to want to listen to Nicole's journey because she's your girl. She has so many things going on. And that's what I love. um, Just listening to her chat about, she has a passion for helping women in lots of different areas and we're going to dive right in. Hey, Nicole, how are you? Hello, Sierra. It's good. It's Monday. It's Monday. That's right. Okay. So let's just hear your story. How did you even get in? I don't think I've ever asked you this. How did you start out in small business? What possessed you to get into your first business? And then just give us a little snapshot of all the things you have your hands in. Sure. You know, that's kind of a good question. Sometimes like, what was your first kiss? Those types of questions. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think, um, Growing up in a household with divorced parents, if you needed something or wanted, not necessarily needed, but wanted something, just had to work a little harder to get it. And so I think that I've always had that mentality, like just have to work hard for the things that you want. And so I, I was the kid who always did the lemonade stands and made bracelets and wanted to sell stuff. Um, So I think I've always had that driving passion to be an entrepreneur. I didn't know that we would have gotten in a lot of trouble together if we were neighbors. Yes. Running around, making all the things, selling all the things. Yeah. It was fun. Um, but then, you know, as I've always had two jobs, I've always been doing something. Um, but I started more in the MLM business doing, um, home parties. I did home interiors for a number of years and I loved helping women decorate their home. Now I don't even like seasonally change anything. I'm completely, I hate decorating. Um, but I loved that. I loved helping people do that. Um, honestly, I think a lot of it just stems from the fact that I love to help people. And if I'm presented an opportunity that I think not only is going to be exciting and rewarding, um, to help people, but an opportunity to kind of just, I don't want to say make more money because it's really not the money for me. It's more about just the passion to do and help. Um, so I've always just kind of been doing something. I've always got my hands in one or two different things. Um, but the boutique side of it really started probably, um, I think it was 2017. I was on my way to Husker harvest days with my husband who he owns an ag retail business. We're from Nebraska. So agriculture is a big thing here. So 
we were on our way to a farm show and I fell asleep in the car because I just do that. Um, and I had a dream that I was going to open a boutique and it was going to be called Beautiful Boutique. And when I woke up, I called my lawyer. I called to see if that name was available and it was. And by October, I had a boutique in my basement. So from September to October, it was just like, get the things rolling go, go. and yeah. open the store. So started in my basement five years ago with that. So I love that. Now your color business, um, which you and I have talked about a lot because it's so intriguing to me, you know that. Were you doing that before the boutique? No. So the boutique was probably four years in and I was still in my basement and two women completely unrelated to each other came downstairs with their color wallets because you get a fan with all of your gorgeous colors in this wallet. And they were shopping for something with their wallets. So I was like, what is this? You have to tell me yeah. more. And when my gosh, when I was probably a teenager, late eighties, early nineties, my mom sold a, a beauty or a beauty line of makeup. And so I was familiar with the cool and the warm and kind of getting that process of color. But for her it was more with makeup. This is more everything, clothing, makeup, everything. So, um, I immediately knew that this was something that I needed to look into because it's just, again, another one of those pieces of empowering women, which really is my goal. If I can find something that a woman can put on, that's going to make her look and feel her best I'm in. So I called the franchise owner and she said, well, have you had your colors done yet? And I was like, well, no, but how do I do that? So I got my colors done and fast forward two years later and, um, I've been doing color now for two years. So and I love it. It pairs beautifully with the boutique yes. um, I have categorized by season. So the customers who've had their colors done can come in and shop um, and find what works for them. So I love that. Oh, one of these days I'm going to make it into your store. I just found things that sounds so amazing. Um, if any of you guys caught that her boutique, Nicole's boutique is seasonally merchandised based on the color, the seasons um, of colors, is that how you say it, the color seasons. Yep. So if you're a winter or if you're an autumn or if you're a spring, you can shop her boutique based on the colors that work best for you. Doesn't that sound so awesome? Cause I think we go into boutiques. I love boutique shopping and we like all these pretty things, but that's probably why a lot of times we grab things and bring them home and they don't really work in our closet because mm -hmm. we may have gravitated towards that because it was merchandised beautifully in that store, but it's not really a color that we typically buy because it doesn't really work for us. And then we have all these random pieces. So how nice to be able to shop according to what's going to make you feel the most confident. I love yeah, that. And I think the extra piece to that is there's style class too, which a lot of people don't know about, but not only is there a class for color, there's a class for style. So you really okay. can pinpoint everything down to a pattern or the type of accessory or the texture of the fabric, like you can really take it down to know exactly what not only fits the architecture of your body, but your personality too. So that's the, ex the next step or a second class that I, that I offer. And so really a woman can walk out knowing exactly why, like why, for example, I cannot cut my hair short, like that is not my style and I can't do it. And so you save so much time and money because you know what to buy. You can go into a store and you know exactly where to go and you can know that it is going to work for me or not. So you're not buying things you don't need. Um, so I could go on and on about color. Oh my I goodness. Really I color. feel like, you know, I feel like just, this is total rabbit trail. I knew this was going to happen, but I feel like salon owners should take this because I've gone to so many 
salons and I will trust my, you know, beautician to tell me and I'll say like, what color would look good or what style would look good. And yeah. they rarely can tell you, I like the gal that I have here now in Franklin. Um, I feel like she's doing a great job, but it, it's always like, well, what do you like? You know what? And I'm like, I don't know. You tell me what would look good with the yeah. shape of my face or my skin color. So that's just yeah. so interesting. Okay. So you always have your hands in different projects. You really enjoy giving confidence to women. How difficult is that? Or how easy is that in a smaller community? I know we have a lot of boutique owners that are in rural communities. They're in small towns, really small communities. And they feel like that can be such a hard piece of the puzzle for them. Is it difficult for you to build your business in a smaller community? And if so, what have you done? Or do you find it easier? Um, you know, I was born and raised in this community. So I think that that helps. Um, but I think with all things that we do, whether it's in store or online, it's really about the presence and how much you're involved in the community. Like I try to give back every month on the third Thursday of the month, we partnered with United Way to give a proceeds of our sales to whichever organization they chose. So we have 12 different organizations in that month. Um, I'm a member of our chamber. The chamber really can do a lot for your store. Um, you just have to go and utilize those things that they offer. Some people are chamber members and they don't even realize how much um, value that they get from that. So being a chamber, chamber member, but also being part of the chamber board and just doing as much as I can in the community um, and really just getting out there, volunteering. I'm going to be doing something for a Habitat build um, next week. Like just getting out there um, and using your resources to host, you know, we did VIP moms nights or I partnered with a local photographer so she could come and do, um, you know, photos. The, the gals getting their photos were able to use clothes from the store. So there's just a lot of things that I think everyone just needs to think outside of the box a little bit um, to get their face and their name um, out there because if you just kind of sit and wait for people to come to you and find you, they won't. I've been in my yeah. storefront now for two years and people walk in every day who have never been to my store who live in our community. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of one of those deals where how much are you involved in the community? And if you are, I think you'll reap the benefits more for sure. Yeah. And that's interesting because you can be in a big city and find, I think the same problem almost even worse. So we think, you know, like a small community, there's not a lot of people, but a community, if you get out there and you're involved, you can really get your name out there quickly. Sometimes a bigger city is even harder to just get involved and really become part of that smaller community within the larger city. So it's all about being intentional. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay. So you, I don't know, you joined the boutique workshop probably a couple of years ago now first, and then you moved over to the accelerator program um, tell me what was something that was really exciting that you learned? Like when you became part of the boutique workshop community, what was that? Oh, I wish I had been here sooner, or I feel so at home, or this is something I'm learning. And this is so exciting. Do you remember those early days, um, when you first joined? I do actually, I can remember sitting in my car um, at a baseball game because it was pouring rain and it was miserable. And I just was scrolling Facebook and I found the Boutique Collective, which is one of your free groups to be able to watch. And so I was watching, I was like, wow, you know, you see these things and you sometimes wonder, is she real? Is she really, you know, is it really going to be something worthwhile? Or is it going to be one of those things you subscribe to and you don't get the value back? 
But I, every day think, where were you five years ago? Where all the, Sierra, all the things, all the things I have learned have from you specifically have gotten me to where I am today from how to mark my things up. I mean, I used to just do all my tops 24, all my bottoms 40, even if they cost me 39. Like I just was trying to provide a service to women. I wasn't making money. And so I feel like I had to start completely over and really retrain my brain that you aren't doing this just for the good of the community. You're offering a service that will help the community, but it's a lot of work. And so you have to learn to do it the right way. So everything from how to mark my inventory, how much inventory to have, and most importantly, how to pay myself. Um, Because I went five years without paying myself. You know, every once in a while, I'll take a piece of clothing and that would be paying myself. Or I'd buy myself some lunch or coffee with my credit card. But I'm actually putting money away and seeing my owner's comp, my all my profit first accounts grow. And I think that that if if ever I give somebody your um, information, it's learn to pay yourself, reward yourself for all the things that you do. Um, Because you're not doing this just for charity. You're doing this as a business. You need to treat it as such. So it's hard to nail it down to one because it's all the things. It's all the things. Well, I remember talking to you. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm so glad that what I've taught has helped you, but I want to say that Nicole's also put the work in, like you've showed up consistently to do the work, to ask questions. And what I love about you is you'll tell me really bluntly when you're stuck, when you're behind, when you're confused, like, I love that about you. So the profit roadmap, which we're just finishing up this month, I actually created that curriculum roadmap because of a conversation with you, because you're like, Sierra, I love all these things, but I never know where to start and stop and what order they go in. And so we really do listen, like when our clients will show up, you know, when my coaching clients show up and they want to put the work in and they're like, Hey, can you help me understand that? we do take that and, and try to help. And so I love that you're willing to speak up and advocate for your business too. So you don't just show up, you know, and hope that it's like a magic pill, like you put the work in. So that's important to say, because I think everyone here needs to hear that you also have to come 50% of the way. Like we have the tools, but you've got to show up and apply them. So I love that you went recently, like in the last year or so went through a process of bringing on an amazing teammate. And I know that was something that you worked through, like finding and what roles do I give her and how much freedom and, you know, how much trust do I put in her? Can you just talk about that a little bit? Cause it's scary when you hand over the reins to someone, but you really had to do it. Cause you have so much going on. Can you just talk about that hiring process? Yeah. And, you know, I feel so super blessed because you know, right now hiring is like probably the worst. It's so hard to find people. And I've really been blessed with a great full-time and a great part-time person who, you know, they show up every day wanting to know what they can do to help. Um, They find joy in our success. You know, it's not just me, it's them, it's us. We were a team. And I think allowing myself to say we are a team and this is a you know a joint effort and if I don't hand over some of these responsibilities I'm going to burn out and we're all going to be without a job so um really doing the flow chart is what another thing that you you taught is you know write down everything you do and what are the things that 
only you can do and what are the things that you can hand over and really just giving myself permission to do those things. Yeah. It's scary. And sometimes I try to take it back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't we all? But, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, but you know, I really, I think just being open and honest with my staff and saying, this is what we're doing. This is why I need it done. These are the goals I've set. This is how we're going to get there. Um, and not sugarcoating it to them either. I mean, I'm not going to, to, to sugarcoat things. It's just going to be like, okay, it's a rough month. January really stinks, right? But how can we overcome that and prepare so that next January we have the best month ever? And I feel like that's what we did because in January, instead of declining, we doubled what we did last January. Yeah. And I think it was because of the team effort um, and being raw and honest with them and saying, okay, this is what we could do differently, but I need your help. So yeah. um, I don't know if that answers the question. Yes. Or not, but I wish we had, you know, I'm not very tech savvy, but right now it'd be one of those like, yay, you know, and everybody claps in the background because to double your sales in January from the year before is, you know, that's a big um, accomplishment, but you were intentional with it, which going back to that word again, really being intentional and thinking about how do we prepare? How do we learn from what worked? How we, do we learn from what didn't work? instead of just sitting and hoping, you know, if we do that in our business for our customers, like you mentioned, they're not going to just show up. The sales aren't going to just show up and our employees are not going to just perform. Like they need to hear from us as leaders and what we expect of them. And then they want to show up and be part of that team. Yeah, um, okay. One more thing I'd like to add just because I yeah. just thought of this is I meet with my staff once a week. Okay. Every, every Thursday morning, we go have coffee, we have breakfast and we talk about what happened and what we're doing. And we have a plan. And sometimes we talk more about ourselves and we build friendship and relationship, which yeah. I think is important too, but it gives her and I the opportunity to say, okay, this isn't working, or I see this is happening and it needs to change instead of just, you know, sitting behind your desk, complaining to your other boutique owner friends that this ain't working. We have yeah. that open communication and we know that that's the day we can talk about stuff. So I think that's important too. Yeah. And that's great for any of you that are listening where it's hard to delegate. Um, this is a great trust building exercise too. So when it's hard to give things over, if you know, you have a check-in point, it gives you an opportunity to, to trust a little more and then to give some freedom to that employee, but know that they're going to come back to the table in a week and you're going to talk about it. Um, that can really help for those of us who can tend to be kind of control freaks about our business too, knowing that we have that check and balance and it's fair to our employees because we give them the opportunity to know what we're expecting instead of just letting things go for so long. Um, okay. So you're in the boutique workshop. You heard the call for the boutique accelerator and you decided, I remember that call too, um, cause you were working through your inventory and you said, I have a big mess of inventory. I'm going to have to redo a lot of things. Am I ready? What does this look like? What prompted you to move into the accelerator program where you knew they, there would be more accountability, more obligation and a higher price point, you know, to be, and, but yet more one-on-one -on -one coaching that's really scary. So why did you decide to make that move? Because I had learned so much already. I thought taking the next step in, I can only learn more. And I guess personally, I love accountability. I love the benchmarking tool. I love that every Monday I go in, I put in those numbers and I can kind of look and see businesses who are similar to mine where they're at. Um, and then people who are exceeding what I'm doing to be able to go, oh, what are they doing? 
and, you know, be able to pick their brains when we have our, our calls. Um, I think it was just that accountability piece. Um, yeah. I didn't even think about the cost of it because I mean, I think all good things are worth the value, you know? So I'm just excited that there's that accountability, I think more than yeah. anything. Well, I love our one-on-one coaching calls. I always look forward to them. You always bring me challenges that I have to try to help you solve. And I love that. Um, okay. What is something that you wish, I know you talked a little bit about it when you joined the boutique workshop and you learned so much, but is there something in particular you wish you would have known when you started your boutique that you'd like to encourage other boutique owners to stop what they're doing, dig in and just get it under control or learn this skill? Yes. Um, I don't remember exactly how you worded it, but do it right the first time. So you don't have to dig yourself back out and redo it all. I can't remember you, you phrase it beautifully when you taught us this, but instead of just putting your inventory in and running, you know, take the extra five seconds it takes to enter the cost and give it a unique skew with a variable. So you can print a label to keep track of inventory. Like just take the extra two seconds and do it right the first time, because otherwise you're going to be digging yourself out, not having correct reports or having to redo it all. And I had to redo it all. And that is no fun. So do it. It takes way longer. Yeah. Yeah. It's way longer to redo it all, but it is hard. I mean, we're very busy and you know, if there's others listening that have multiple businesses like you do, they know, I mean, it's hard to think like, I don't have an extra five minutes or an extra 30 minutes, but we really, if you, I think um, a coach told me this once, if you don't have 30 minutes to do it right this time, when are you going to have three hours to do it right? Or 30 hours, honestly, to do it right. Um, and I think you do yourself a disservice because you don't know how much you're making. You don't know how much you're losing. Cause most of the time that's, what's going to happen is you're going to be right. losing money and you don't even know it because you don't have your numbers and your systems in place. And so, you know, if, if you want to succeed and grow and continue in the business, you have to do it right the first time because that five seconds definitely is going to be worth it in the end. Definitely. Yes, for sure. Okay. What's one piece of advice that you'd love to give or a word of encouragement to your fellow boutique owners? Um, just to show up every day with a smile on your face and be excited about what's to come. I think every day presents a new opportunity. I think it presents like whose life are you going to change through what you're doing, you know, through, through color and style. That's one thing, but even having somebody come into your store who leaves and then gives you a review that says, I've never felt so comfortable shopping. Somebody helped me today find an outfit that made me feel beautiful or nobody's ever walked up to me. You know, it's like that pretty woman moment, you know, where they get yeah. that, that stigma on them. So they're not helped. Um, just smile to every person who walks in the door because you may be the only smile they're getting that day and your business will, will grow because people remember how they feel. So. They do. I love mm-hmm. that. Just smile. There's something mm-hmm. so warm and inviting when someone else smiles at us and we feel like we're seen and noticed. And we have yeah. an opportunity as boutique owners to really do that and touch the lives of so many people. Um, okay. So I know you do some wholesaling too. You have a really beautiful crystal Swarovski crystal line. Um, can you just share with us if there's anything pertinent that we should know as retailers in working with you in different ways? Sure. 
So Bling by Zing was started by a husband and wife back, it's probably been eight to 10 years now. And I was um, just a, a retailer buying from them at wholesale and would put um, customized stones on those shirts and I made a ton of them. And when they decided to retire, I bought that business from them. So it's been a lot of fun. You can do custom rhinestone apparel. You can buy items fixed or finished, I mean, um, or you can buy um, the rhinestones in a design that you can press on any kind of garment. Um, but it's just another one of those that's the thing I'm always thinking of. What's that one extra thing that I can offer to be different from other boutiques? Custom rhinestones is definitely um, something that um, it's it's it trends. It's kind of been a little bit of a roller coaster. It was really hot, and then it kind of died a while, but it's coming back again. You're seeing the, um, more of those rhinestone things coming um, back again. So we have wholesale buying opportunities for you, or you can buy things completely done and. Um, just mark them out, whatever you want to do. But um, it's just another one of those fun wholesaling opportunities to be different. Yeah. I think I love being different. Yeah, I can just envision a boutique owner that might have a nice size team buying everyone on their team, a beautiful rhinestone shirt to wear when they're working in the store or for a special like event they have coming up. Like you could do a lot of fun things, gifts for your customers, um, or just to carry in the store to make you a little bit different than every other store on the block. So, okay, Nicole, um, where can we find you? Give us your, and we'll put all of this in the show notes too. So nobody has to furiously take notes, but if you're just looking and listening right now, where could they um, check you out. So we do have a website, beautifulboutique.net and beautiful is spelled B-E-Y-O-U, beautiful. So beautifulboutique.net, we have a website and we have an app on the app store. Um, we're a little triangle with a blue and pink logo. Um, there's a few, a few beautifuls out there. Um, and then our app and our website are both categorized by color and season as well. So if you've had your colors done, you can shop by category um, through the app online too. So um, you can book appointments and all the things um, through the website and the app too, if you to come see me get your colors done. awesome and if someone's interested in becoming a boutique owner that also has does coloring like you do is that something that they could reach out and just chat with you about and you um, can connect them can. yes yes you can connect yes. them to whoever the powers that be are that can yes. do the training and the franchising and all of those pieces yep love that and then if someone's interested in doing some rhinestone work for their store what would be the best way to find you um, blingbyzing.com is our website where you can actually go on and see all of the designs that we've got created that are like standard. And then, um, you can also submit custom designs. So if you have a logo or there's something new that you want to, um, design and have created into bling, you can submit it on there too. So bling by zing. Okay. All right, Nicole. Well, I get to see you in a few days at our live event. I'm so excited to see you again, investing in yourself and it's going to be a great event. So that'll be great. Um, thank you for taking time as you're preparing to, to travel. You still took time yep. out to record this podcast. So I appreciate it. Yep. Thank you for having me. All right. We'll see you later. And thank you okay. everyone else for tuning in to the podcast. I will see you next Tuesday. Bye for now. Hey, boutique owner, are you ready to go from drowning in busy work to dreaming about the future? 
Simple Strategies Group creates automated marketing systems that work 24-7 so you do not have to. And you know how important I tell you it is to have automated, simplified systems. And that's why you need to get a hold of Liz. Liz Whitehead is a certified Clavio Master Silver Partner as well as a certified Postscript Partner. She knows her stuff. She works with e-commerce product-based businesses to implement email and text marketing strategies that build trust and nurture your customer relationships. She wants to do this for you so that you can start to focus on the front lines of your boutique business. So visit simplestrategiesgroup.com for more info. That's simplestrategiesgroup.com. Hey, boutique owner. Thanks for joining me again today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I love Tuesdays. And it's not just because I get to show up here on the podcast on Tuesday, but it's because for the past several years, I've been showing up live for my members over in the Boutique Workshop membership on Tuesdays. Tuesday is our day. We get things done and I love it. Now, you might be new here to the podcast and think, well, I don't even know what the Boutique Workshop membership's all about. Or you might be one of those gals who has heard about the membership for months, maybe even years, and you haven't joined. Okay, I'm speaking to all of you this morning. You absolutely need to join the membership. And why is that? Because the Boutique Workshop membership offers three things that are so important to your profitability and your peace of mind as a boutique owner. First of all, amazing content. We don't do fluff in the boutique workshop. We offer content that you need, things that are relevant to your business. We offer concepts and ways to implement those concepts that are really going to help you grow and take step forward. Now we do that all through awesome coaching. If I can say so myself, the way that I coach in the boutique workshop or any of my clients is different than any other coach. And why is that? because I've been there and done that. I've owned a boutique. I've stayed up all night. I've had that awful feeling in the pit of my stomach because I didn't know if I could pay the bills on Monday morning or make a big decision that was coming down the pipeline. I've been you. And so I coach with a completely different mindset. I coach knowing what it's like to be on your, in your shoes and on the side of things. And I know what it's like to come out on the other side and to build profitability into my business. And then we wrap that all together with the most vibrant community you've ever been a part of. Our community is built of women that are forward thinking, problem solving, positive women who are growing their businesses the right way. I want you to be part of the boutique workshop. And so I'm offering you a hundred dollar gift. That's right. I want you to go into the show notes here and look for the special discount link. If you click on this link, it's going to give you a hundred dollars off our enrollment over in the boutique workshop. We have some amazing things that we've implemented just in these last few days and you get to be part of all of it. So come on over make Tuesdays an even better day for you and your business. Keep listening to me here on the podcast, of course, but join us over in the Boutique Workshop. Let's go deeper. Let's get you that content, coaching, and community you have been longing for. And let's wrap those things together to create profitability and peace of mind for you and your business. I'll see you over there.